0: radio pulpit six five seven a.m your daily companion with only about uh let me be generous and say 10 minutes of this conversation my family let's get it done because we want to know about the gut and dr marty Diel is standing by and by the way on the other side of uh, six o'clock uh Duane, uh and rake will be keeping company uh talking all things sport and between seven and eight uh, Dwayne will be chatting Uh, He did say there's a bill uh, that himself and Apostle uh, uh, Paul Cooper will be discussing later between 7 and 8 this afternoon. So please do stay tuned right now. Uh, Dr. D. I. good afternoon, Your Excellency. Good afternoon, Your Excellency. Yeah. So I know that during the week is always a thing for you. Uh, so thank you for giving us your time. Let's try and do this in the next nine minutes, Your Excellency. Let me get straight to it. We're talking about gut health. Uh, we're talking about gut health this afternoon. And uh, you, you, there's a difference between uh, clinical issues and um, eating disorders. Let me just quickly ask you what the difference is. Because I know today we're, we're going to deal with the clinical stuff.
1: Okay, You know, the clinical stuff are quite easy, but the disorders that we are facing because of the gut. Those are the ones that you see among the school-going kids, which are bulimic. <laughs> oh. Yes, and sometimes they sort of overthrow because they're eating the right, they're the wrong stuff. And one of the main eating disorders that you see among the school-going kids, it's when they have diarrhea or they have some poisonous stuff that they're eating. It's when they come to us. Remember, in your gut, it's where everything happens. And then we call it a running tummy or upset tummy. <laughs>
2: wow.
0: So, basically, maybe Your Excellency, let me also ask this question. What's the difference between the stomach uh, and the gut, right? I wanted to say the pancreas, but let's keep it at stomach.
1: <laughs> You've way far from the anatomy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, oh my! now you know what i got in biology right <laughs> yeah.
1: now, where you are you're okay you don't have to do it the music <laughs> out, <yeah>. thank you
0: <laughs> oh that's really funny so what's the difference between the gut and the stomach your excellency
1: well it's just a different terminology that is but they mean the, the same thing and then remember when you talk of a stomach it's part of what you call gut so incest or tract which begin from your mouth, go through your esophagus. From esophagus, then we get the gut, which is the stomach. And the stomach also has got three uh, sections. There's the upper section, middle section, and lower section before you join your small intestine. And from the small intestine, you get your column. Mm-hmm. The one that goes up is called ascending column, and the one that goes across is called a transverse column. And the one that goes down before the sigmoid column is called a descending column right. but today when wow. you talk about the gut the real play is happening within the stomach and within the stomach there are layers the top one middle one and the lower one and remember mm-hmm. that when you talk of the gut we refer it to the stomach and in the stomach that's where the digestion and absorption of nutrients happen there whatever you ingest, within the next maybe 30 seconds it might be in the stomach and then the whole digestion and absorption of different nutrients will be done in that and from there they go to the column, where is the what called excretory phase, where they will be going out, that will be going to void out.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. So, Your Excellency, the gut is the upper part of the stomach.
1: Yes, it's a, no. The gut. When you talk of the gut, we talk of the whole part of the stomach. The stomach is divided into the upper, the middle, and the lower one. And people who got what you call a boopy or a (laughs) (laughs) neck of fix, you know, they got inside of of something like that. Then (laughs) it means Mm -hmm. (laughs) the the only upper part of the stomach is the one that is more distended. And sometimes when you see especially the ladies when they wear their dresses and they want to show their figures, their figures will be just below the lower part of the stomach before the the, the, the umbilicus in that area. Oh. And that's where the lower part of the stomach, and that's where the or figure died. But most of the time when we come to indulge in love, when you start abusing alcohol, you start eating too much and overeating, the one that gets more distended will be the upper part. That's why you get your ulcers, you get your indigestions, that's where you can get Uh, what you call a stomach upset, which could be in a form of constipation or a diarrhea, or you could have what you call a heartburn. That's happening more in the upper part of the stomach. So it happened that because of the digestion absorption happening in that area. That's the area in the stomach where you get your ulcers, and that's where in the area you get when you make a diagnosis, you say you might have a high content of acid or you might have high contents of alcohol not alcohol alkaline which means they need to be neutralized and depending on what medication you take or what food you take to neutralize that particular area as well
0: but your excellency wh- why why <laughs> okay why why do you laugh at my anatomy because the pancreas is also involved in that whole process isn't it
1: <laughs> no the process is another <laughs> the <laughs> pancreas it could be involved in one way but not directly because right. when the pancreas is when you talk of diabetes and diabetes it's one of the hormones
2: oh, and that's where you regulator. get the
1: violence of negative oh. pain in there and oh. then because it's a pancreas it just next to happen to be next to the stomach.
0: Right, right.
1: And remember when you talk about the pancreas, yes also you might be next to inyongo. Mm-hmm. So it's different from That's <laughs> from exactly, <Wulusi>.
0: <laughs> oh, i love your humor it's right on point today your excellency <laughs> and you know <laughs> let me tell you so i was thinking of exactly that of Inyong. i'm thinking no man Inyong is somewhere in the stomach you know that can't be too far away from what we're talking about anyway so let's come back to it you know what does a healthy gut actually look like and how does it present in the overall health of the person and what then happens when the gut is a gut is unhealthy your excellency Okay. Let me
1: appreciate the question because that is what we're getting from most of our our patients when they come and see us. Mm. And then, you know, they want to know what the God is. And also, while I was, before I came in, I just checked on my notes and I checked with my colleagues. You know, the issue of in the color, you know, <laughs> and then, you know, we know that literally speaking, you can't clean the colon, but we know that product that's called colon cleansing. Mm, no, you mm. do with constipation, and that constipation called occupa- occasional constipation. That's where you take your laxative or anything that will make your stools to be loose because you are constipated. Right. So, you know, what makes the gut to, to, to be not so, so clean or to be unhygienic or to be unhealthy, it's when we don't have what you call healthy lifestyle. Remember, with healthy lifestyle, it's related to your stress level, it's related to your lack of exercise, Mm. and also Mm. it's related to smoking for unknown reason, Mm. and also abuse of alcohol. And also other things that we don't talk about, but we talk it's related to unhealthy gut. It's when you have too little sleep. Because you're eating too much, you're eating too little, you can't actually have your circadian breathing, which means you've got four to six to eight hours of sleep. You can't have your sleep becoming very, very much disturbed or disorganized. Mm. And also, we realize the other group, we you know, that like medication over the counter, they sort of start abusing what they call antibiotics. Mm. And when start abusing antibiotics, they make the guts to be so unhealthy and so unhappy. And other thing that we have seen among the youth between 35 and less, when they are sort of indulged in processed food, and we mm-hmm. call an ultra processed food. The one that you get at the corner, most of the corners, or next to a garage or some sort. When <laughs> those foods, we don't actually promote them, they cause what we call an unhealthy thing. And also, when you talk of an unhealthy gut, we also look at what, what we can control and what we can't control. And some of the signs and symptoms that are related to unhealthy gut, it's your age and also your environment that you're coming from. For example, if you're in the northern hemisphere, your your your, your, your gut movement might be different from somebody who's lower because of the <clears throat> atmospheric pressure that we come exposed to and because of the food that we're eating and because of the way our soil is being prepared as well. In those two hemispheres, we could have a difference between what mm. we're eating. And also, another thing that is also of interest, Your Excellency, is your birth mode. We begin to do a research to look at, you know, what would be the relationship between somebody who's giving a normal vaginal delivery mm. and somebody who might have a C-section in terms of their, in terms of their baby upbringing and also the gut health. What is supposed to be happening there so a lot of research are coming out and it's encouraging us to say a lot of women they should be involved uh, into, into breastfeeding because that's where they get all the nutrients that is more available to them and also hmm. while doing that we also discourage bottle feeding because with bottle feeding we, we get lots of cases of diarrhea we got lots of cases of unhealthy gut. And it is short the time, it is sure in the kid, when the kid becomes very restless, very mm. unhappy. Mm. And when you look at the front panel, sometimes it just dips a little bit. You might find the eyes are also bulging. And you might also find that the digestion doesn't happen as it's supposed to be happening. And the complaining of diarrhea of being restless because they are constipated. And young mom, they struggle to make that diagnosis. It's only... They wise and older woman <laughs> that will be able to pick that up. Yeah. So, so we say people might be considering going for c or for normal vaginal delivery for gut health purposes. We also encourage us just to go for, for a normal vaginal delivery because breastfeeding happens to be the cornerstone of it. And also one of the signs that you get from mm-hmm. unhealthy guests, you know, a lot of people might complain of being gaseous. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, they might begin to complain of bloating. And, you know, uh, constipation and diarrhea, those are the two things that we sort of inter early that we see in a gutter feeling. Mm. But another thing that worries us is also the number of heartburns that we see lately. Yay, we don't know because of mm. the spares, the, the, the spices that they are put, they're taking, or because of the hats they're taking, or it has something to do with the supplements that they're taking, or just poor health lifestyle that they're eating more and training less or working less or oh, they're under stress because they're chasing the deadline. Mm-hmm. We see a lot among the accountants and the <clears throat> and auditors when just before the financial year end, they sort of be coming to us with what we call heartburn signs and symptoms because of the stress nature and they're sitting a lot. If they don't have a backache, they might have a burning sensation in front of them. They might be also suffering from indigestion. And also, you know, with the with the unhealthy gut, it does affect your mm-hmm. mood. It does affect your mm-hmm. mood status. A lot of research has come to us. We are aware of it as mm-hmm. well. When you're highly stressed, you might end up being with a low mm-hmm. mood, that you're not functioning better as you are, or you might present what we call anxiety disorder, right. and you don't know where coming from. Mm-hmm. And you might have a thorough problem that is not being diagnosed, and no one has been seeking to you to actually tell your parents over or under 18 years old. Well. And one of the common signs that you come in very sluggish, and you get what you call a chronic fatigue. And we know that from that point of view, you know, you have a problem and it might be coming from your gut.
0: Yeah. Your Excellency, let me ask this question um of course you're the doctor, right? You can almost imagine what I, <laughs> what kind of a patient I am you know asking all these questions doc <laughs> let me ask this question <laughs> Let me ask this question which one actually comes first right uh the 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 lack of gut health or the anxiety. Um, and all the other related problems. So, does the anxiety affect the gut, or does um, a a poor gut um, a, um, a cause anxiety?
1: Okay, what we found that there's an excess, what you call a gut and a brain excess. Huh. For example, you might have that something that's happening in your gut is being controlled more mentally. For example, if you have a look at something that you really dislike. You can just throw up without actually knowing about it. So that gut excess is a good example that wow. sometimes what you perceive, and then your gut becomes very upset. All of a sudden, when you had a, uh, somebody has passed on, and all of a sudden you develop diarrhea. Mm-hmm. You know, all of a sudden you have some indigestion of some sort. Your appetite sort of runs away, and that's the excess that we're talking about. You know, those are the, some of the signs and symptoms that when people come to see us, we try and uh, put them together and make and understanding of that but definitely there is a relationship between your gut and your brain
0: sure that is that is that is another one finally then uh your excellency how do we then correct um you know or try to correct an unhealthy gut (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: well remember before we made that that diagnosis of unhealthy gut you know when you come to see one of the clever boys and girls Mm -hmm. they'll sit down with you take your history in your heater also involve your health healthy lifestyle. How you eating, when and how you eating, you exercise, you don't exercise, what stress level, what type of job do you do, do you pray a lot, do you have a prayer warrior mm. or not. And also we we'll do some tests, the basic tests that we do, we might take your urine sample. We might take your blood to do what you call a full blood count. Mm-hmm. And also we might ask you to do your stools. Your stools are called occult test disease, which people don't like a lot. Mm-hmm. But that's where we find out what's coming from the from from your gut. In some extreme cases you might be called to do a minor surgery which is called a gastroscope, which mm-hmm. take a camera down the tube to look into your stomach to see if you can't find any ulcers, mm-hmm. any cancer any effect that might happen today as well. And after that, we make what we call the differential diagnosis. If we find it, then we make it a, a, we give it a name and we might refer to a specialist and we might also give some education there. And remember, when you talk of a gut, we talk of a broader issue here. Mm -hmm. And then we say, you are what you eat. So what you eat impacts on your physical and your mental being. Remember, What you put in is what you put out. So, in computer language, say garbage in, garbage out. If you have eaten a beetroot, we expect your stools to look almost like a beetroot.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, true. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Now, to get to your question, how do you correct this
0: imbalance?
1: Uh There's a lot of things that you need to do. Remember, when you have a high frequency of what you call infectious illnesses, it's because your gut is not well as well. And a lot of people might come to us and begin to diagnose them with what we call irritable bowel syndrome. So we might begin to, to diagnose with what we call autoimmune deficiency or disease, which is cardinally rheumatoid arthritis or systemic leprosyctromatosis. Or they might having some mental health issues. All of a sudden, they become a mental block or they become anxious as well.
0: Mm-hmm. And in
1: some other cases, people who might begin to type two diabetes symptoms, we need to make a different diagnosis to show that it's not the gut that is playing marbles with them. And in some other cases, they might have uh, what we call a sleep disorder. And that disorder we classified classified as it's called sleep deprivation or insomnia. And for that it can be related to what you eat and your lifestyle as well. And to correct that, then you say, make sure that you don't stress a lot. If you go to stress, you consult a psychologist, you consult mm-hmm. your director or spiritual director, or you discuss anyone that is literate in dealing with stress. And if you're smoking, we say, stop smoking, whether you're vaping, you smoking Daha or you doing snuff as well? We say stop <laughs> <Yeah>. smoking, <laughs> and then also <laughs> if you abusing alcohol as well, we got some guidelines into that. We say drink in moderation. You know, drink like a queen and drink like a queen as well. Mm. Don't abuse liquor. You know, for a day, you know, twenty-four hours, you can finish twenty-four. Uh, within 24 hours, you can have what you call 75 mils of a beer. You are a lady, but if you are a if you are a man, two beers you are allowed to do. If you take any tots or whiskeys, anything else, your 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 tots or your sharp shoots, those will help you. Don't try and finish a bottle in one day or within 24 hours. That's abuse of alcohol, mm-hmm. and you can end up. In- with stomach cancer, you can end up with peptic ulcer, you can end up with irritable bowel syndrome, you can end up with an upset stomach or you can end up with diarrhoea as well. Mm-hmm. So with alcohol, say drink in moderation. If you know how not how to drink, go and consult the level boys and girls will be able to to help you before you become a candidate for AA.
0: Right.
1: And you say also to 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 improve that and to correct the gut, mm-hmm. make sure that you exercise regularly And also you improve on your sleep and your sleep pattern as well. And also eat dietary fibers, which you call them prebiotics. You know, your fruits, your vegetables, your cereals, and your nuts. They're also good for your gut. Remember, in your gut, there are about trillions of microbiome. Mm. And those microbes, they're divided into viruses, into fungi, and bacteria. And bacteria is the one that sort of they are fighting for their own space in your tummy as well. Mm-hmm. And remember the bacteria, we need them because they help us with digestion. They also help us with elimination. They also help us with absorption. So that's why we got good bacteria and also got a bad bacteria as well. So those are some of the things that when you go consult, you can actually have a chat with your healthcare practitioner or provider as well. In some other cases where your gut becomes upset for unknown reason, or you haven't consulted or you have consulted, they may recommend what they call supplements. Supplements, you call them probiotics. Mm-hmm. And those supplements, they might be able to un- to address your underlying problem. If it's acid, that is the problem, they might try and neutralize your acids. Mm-hmm. If it's alkaline, that is also causing some problems in your gut. Also, it might try to neutralize that alkalinity as well. Mm. So it's very, very key that you take the correct supplement for your underlying problem. For example, if you might have a thyroid dysfunction, you might also take a supplement for that instead of taking the drugs for that as well. So it depends where you are and who you're consulting and how literate is a consultant when sure. coming to issues as well. No, and th- you know, mm-hmm. you know, unprocessed food and processed food. you say no, no, treat them as a treat if you. You can tell yourself every time you get your salary, Mm. you can suggest maybe the processed food. But don't find them in a daily bread. Don't sure. try and make them normal. Don't try and make them something mm-hmm. that you do on only second or 20th day. That's a bad, bad recipe. And other thing, also, Excellency, that we know when you want to neutralize our gut as well, mm-hmm. be sure that you don't take a lot of sugar content. And Coca Cola is one of the culprits mm-hmm. that we say mm-hmm. if you've got an underlying <laughs> issue in your gut, yeah. please stay away from that. Even include Coke, bad <laughs> Coke, mm-hmm. or anything. It's just the sugar content of any Coca Cola. It's higher than other coloring that we have sort of processed. And also your salt content as well. Remember that your food that you're eating, they come already with an organic salt. So if you start (laughs) putting more salt into that, you also upset your stomach as well. So you must be very careful. And also when coming to fats, be aware that there are good fats and there are bad fats. But for your condition, anybody, any underlying medical condition, if you're taking any chronic medication as well, mm-hmm. know and identify the food that will be good for you that's not going to upset your, 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 your gut as well. And also be aware that some of the foods that you're taking, they're genetically modified. And if they're genetically modified, they might have what we call lots of additives. Lots mm-hmm. of additives as well. If you don't take a minimum that is being recommended by your healthcare provider as well, Based on your history and based on your weight and based on your lifestyle as well, too much of additives they can become very addictive as well. Mm -hmm. So they become to reverse the process that is in your microbiota in your gut as well. So be aware of it. And other thing that is more cheaper in South African content, drink lots of water. That will able to reverse the situation. And guidelines that eight glasses of water per day would be more ideal. And if you drink water, drink them also in moderation. Don't drink too much water because it can damage your kidneys as well. Mm. So you need to be patient enough and understand why you're drinking water and you've been advised by whom and for what reason is that. So, but generally say, drink a lot of water that you're able to neutralize your gut and that will also be able to enhance your gut health
0: fantastic your excellency this is exactly what we needed uh, thank you so much um, I wanted to ask the website and whatever but we know we know that story uh, so thank you so much for giving us your time and I must say uh, because uh, Veritas Radio Veritas is, is indeed a, a friend of the family that you are on Veritas every now and again so people must search you out if they want to learn more uh, but thank you so much your excellency for your time certainly learned a lot um, in, in the segment and we look forward to the next time we can get you on the line yeah
1: thank you thank you thank you for the opportunity and uh, have a very very good afternoon to your radio pulpit listeners as well and to the female pulpit let's keep our gut health Mm. because we are what we eat and then obviously you know whatever we eat need to build us mentally and physically as well and if we are a mental being and a physical being an emotional being that is more solid then we can be very productive and we can be able to go and share the good news to the good people.
0: Amen. Amen. Certainly, Your Excellency. Thank you. And uh, really blessed week ahead.
1: I receive, I receive. Stay well oh. and stay blessed. Thank
0: you. Uh, it is Dr. Matime Dialle my family, uh, 44 minutes after 5, uh, that is your time uh, it was all about the gut health uh, so many questions coming through I think we're going to do a part 2 of this one here's Galim for example uh, uh, yeah, okay so Galim is about uh, Benjamin Dube hi Galim Bilo, uh, but I really want to do a retake, um, uh, in fact part 2 of that uh, conversation about the gut health, I think a lot of us underestimate uh, the, the, the the real danger of what we put in our mouths uh yeah and i mean i suppose you know it depends on which um uh uh, part of the age spectrum you're at you know (laughs) the 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 the, the, is it down or up i don't know the more you grow you know the more you realize hey you gotta be careful and of course you are what you eat um Sad as that may be for some of us You really are what you eat Okay 45 my family after 5 Let's cross over to have a look at the uh, your news headlines Share the love Share the truth Share the life on 657 AM
2: Many people across South Africa Are being blessed and encouraged By the radio pulpit devotional magazine The Word for Today This publication places the gospel of Jesus Christ In the hands of more than 100,000 people Every day inspiring every person from the professional businessman to the needy person who lives in the streets Radio Pulpit, your daily companion.
0: You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.